In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We preach Christ crucified, the wisdom of God, and the power of God. My dear sons and daughters, it's good to be with you on this, the Lord's Day, a beautiful winter morning. Don't forget it is still winter until March 21st, so don't tell me there's not gorgeous winter days. There are so many, and it's good to have one here as we are moving into the middle point of Lent. It's the third Sunday of Lent. The sixth Sunday of Lent is Palm Sunday, when we start to really meditate on the most important things of our Lord's life. So we're here at the midpoint and encounter our Lord cleansing the temple. Let's walk through it in a little meditation. Our Lord sees these money changers about the temple area. Remember, the temple was built, the Holy of Holies, where the presence of the Lord dwelt. But since the second exile, the Lord's presence dwelt above the ark, and the ark had been lost. And as the prophets Jeremiah and Isaiah said, the name of the Lord dwelt there no longer. Then was what was called the court of the priests around the altar of sacrifice. And though I won't give you the total history lesson, it is mindful at this time in the history of Israel, the priesthood is invalid. The priests who are offering sacrifice are not real priests, according to the law of Moses. And so all of these sacrifices and things are false and Christ is weeping out. That's why the Jews don't say, stop doing this. The Jews don't say, you can. and notice it doesn't say the priests say, it doesn't say the scribes or the Pharisees say, it's the whole, because the body of believers knew this. That's why there was such a thing as Pharisees. Pharisees were a sect of Judaism at that time, which said we know the temple worship has problems, that's why the life of Israel is not centered around the temple. It's centered around the law. That's why Pharisees are all about keeping the law, because they knew this. What are called the Essenes in the scriptures are these group of people who just fled Jerusalem entirely, said the temple is totally lost. We're simply waiting for its restoration. So that's why they say, what sign? We know there's a problem. We know the priesthood has been lost. We know we're dominated by the Roman Empire. We know we have a false king. We can't do anything about it. What sign can you show? And then that second move it. Destroy this temple, and in three days I raise it up. Speaking about the temple of his body. That is why the disciples believe at his resurrection, the power of his crucifixion, which is true sacrifice for all the sins of the world, the power of God and the wisdom of God. And made real in his resurrection, we worship not a dead man, but the living man and the true sacrifice and the true temple, which is his body. That is why at the height of the new priesthood and the new worship, at what we call the Last Supper, which in a sense became the first and only supper. He says, what? This is my body.
And so the Christian disciples all know that true worship is the Eucharist. True worship is the adoration of the body and the blood of Christ. True houses of prayer and petition are centered around the altar and the tabernacle. And we know it, and we hold it, and we defend it. And in easy times, we build great temples to it. And in hard times, persecutions in England, French Revolution, Mexican, on and on it goes. Catacombs of St. Cecilia, even in those times, right? Did they say masses in barns during the French Revolution? Yes. Did the farmers put their cows back in those barns after mass was said there? No. Because these are houses of prayer, right? That's why we dress nicely. That's why we comport ourselves well, because we know the temples of God are houses of prayer. It's nice in the modern age. We can build climate-controlled gathering rooms and have coffee and donuts and kibitz. That's great. Out there is the temple of kibitzing, right? In here is the temple of prayer. His disciples are mindful of it in the might of his resurrection, and they foresee all the places that in Scripture refer to this. And lastly, why does Holy Mother Church give us the reading of the Ten Commandments the same time that she gives us the reading of the cleansing of the temple to remind all of the children of God that, as St. Paul said, your bodies are also temples of the Holy Spirit. It's not enough for a priest to, he should dress vest properly for Mass and say all the right things so that the presence of God can come about. But if his temple and seven, his soul is not good and pure and clean, his worship is lacking. It is good you are all here. But of course, as you know rightly, you want to come with good hearts and good souls and make a good offering to the Lord. And we praise God that we confess the power of God and the wisdom of God and begin our worship with the sign of the Holy Cross. And the next thing we do is make a confession of our sins so that if we have small sins, they go away in God's grace. And if we have big sins, Father sits in the confessional. That's so we want to pray a lot for many priests so that while well, I'm prating on in the sermon during Mass, there can be a nice priest sitting in the confessional. Or better, that a better preacher comes than me and I sit in the confessional and don't talk and he gives the sermons. Right? But we want to have a pure heart. Remember, March 24th is our communal penance service, a great time to examine those Ten Commandments and make our hearts pure and clean. And then it's the wisdom of God and the power of God everywhere we go and the way we live our lives and that the stumbling box of our weakness we know in Christ is stronger than human strength. And so it is good to be here to worship and to pray and adore the Lord in his temple of prayer around the reality of his body, true worship, true sacrifice, resurrection and glory, and uniting all of our hardships and our sufferings. St. John Vianney has a beautiful quote. He says, how sweet it is to die when you've lived your life on the cross. Why? Because then you and I too are the wisdom of God and the power of God.
So let us go to the altar and worship and adore and know the scriptures are fulfilled and believe. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.